What's up? Welcome to the Pretty Decent Podcast, the podcast that barely meets expectations. My name is Javier, and I'll be your host. So relax, grab some snacks, and enjoy. All right, now let's get to the episode. All right, y'all know the drill. Uh, you see it in the title. There's a guest. So this is the, <laughs> the introduction of the episode. Uh, welcome, everyone. This is Pretty Decent with Javier Sierra, episode 49. Um, what's the name of this episode? Um, leveling, leveling Up and Running and in Life, um, featuring Connor Riley. Um, yeah, uh, this is the last guest of the official season one. Um the last get the last episode before the 50th episode special you know do the math 50 minus 49 is one so yeah um and i hope you guys enjoy it 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 really was a it was a very fun episode to record i know i always say that but it's because i love what i i do basically um so i always enjoy recording um and i guess like i just wanted to hop in as well to uh just give thanks because spotify wrapped came out today and i am definitely recording this 20 minutes before submitting it to be uploaded um and like 30 minutes before i have to go to therapy and remember therapy is good so if you're thinking about it go to therapy not because you're crazy just because you can always do better um but yeah um i just wanted to hop in because spotify wrapped came out today and I'll be talking more about this on the next episode, but I just wanted to give thanks for all the support over this past year because just when I was looking over at it at work, I was tearing up because like just the growth that we've seen, that I've seen in the podcast. Uh, I, the, I mean, I knew we've been growing, but the wrapped, like put it in numbers and it, it just makes me so proud that something from, you know, something that I work hard and like I take pride in has been doing so good and like has been growing steadily um and yeah i'm really excited for episode 50 i've been working hard for the past month to get all the tiny details and hopefully it works out as best as like like to what i'm envisioning and if not then at least the audio part will be fine <laughs> uh spoilers yeah it's gonna okay i just guess i'll tell you guys it's gonna be the first video podcast <sighs> I finally figured it out, guys. After a month of studying, I figured it out. Um, but yeah, hopefully I can get the video schematics down. And yeah, it's 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 gonna be a, a very special episode, very sentimental, emotional, still funny and everything, but um yeah. Uh so I don't want to spoil it too much, but I hope you guys enjoy this episode with Connor. Um very like generally it's one I want I want to say it's in like top three of the funniest ones, like the most fun I've had recording with someone else. Um, and yeah, I hope you guys are having a great week. Uh, you know, for those in school, fine. I know you're in, coming into finals weeks, finals week. So good luck with that. And y'all know I love all of you. If no one hasn't told, if anyone, if no one has told you today. You're looking great and you're doing great. Um, so, yeah. Uh, thank you guys for everything. And I'll 
hand it off to ad break Javi with the ad, and then we'll jump right into episode 49. All right. Stay fresh, stay cool, and stay warm because it's cold as hell outside. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'll see you guys very, very soon in episode 50. In the meantime, enjoy, enjoy episode 49. Take care, everyone. That's a forehead kiss. What's up, everyone? <clears throat> Welcome back to the Pretty Decent Podcast. I am your host, Javier. Uh, this is episode 49. Um, and, you know, uh, we have a lot of things coming up. You know, the World Cup started today. Uh, Thanksgiving is right around the corner. Um, by the time this episode comes out, it'll probably already be Thanksgiving. Like, it already passed. Uh, but, yeah, you know, just catching up with life and everything. Um, but, you know, I won't play around it. I'm just going to cut straight to the chase. Today, we have a guest. Um, he was one of the first people that I met when I attended Bradley. We met in orientation. You know, we have some history. It's been four years. Um, and, you know... This was like right out of the blue, how I just asked him if he wanted to be in the podcast. I saw one of his stories and I was like, you'd want to be in the podcast. And then in probably, I'll say like 10 minutes, less than 10 minutes, he was like, yeah, let's do it. I was like, well, okay, cool. Um, so without any further ado, Connor, what's up? How you been, Dude, bro? Nothing much. I'm doing well. I'm doing pretty good, I'd say. Uh, yeah. You know, just been working since graduation. I, like, cannot say that word very well, so please don't make me say it. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I've been good, just grinding yeah. and adjusting to the post-college lifestyle. Yeah. It's you went back weird. home, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm back in New York, so I, I'm from New York, and then I moved to Bradley, just in, like, the middle of nowhere. Yep. Now I'm back in New York, so yeah, uh, it's <clears> nice. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I still remember when we first met in orientation. Yeah. It was I remember we were in Bradley Hall, and it was well, no, we were put in the same group, right? That's how yeah, it was. I think so. I remember. I don't remember exactly how it happened, but I. There was like one last part of orientation and everyone was just kind of there trying to like get through it. And we were just like kind of in the back. Like, <laughs> what, what is this? I remember, I, wasn't it? Yeah, they were watching some videos. They were playing some videos and they had pizza. I remember. I remember that. Yes. Yes. I remember the pizza because I was really hungry. Yeah. And then we just hit it off from there. I feel like I kind of like vibed with you because you understood how it was to be far away from home. And at this point, I still hadn't interacted with any international students. So, yeah. you know, you were the most, I'll say, exotic person <laughs> I had met up until that point. Um, I also remember that we'd see each other, like, I don't know how many times it was. It was at least once that uh, we saw each other on the bus from, like, um, going from O'Hare to Bradley. Oh, in, in winter? Yeah, 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 like coming back from break. <clears throat> yeah, um, I do remember that. Yep, and no, I do remember like the first time. No, the very first time I saw you, it was orientation, and I remember you won some award. They gave you something for a competition, 
like it was a raffle or something and i remember you go up, going up and you had the tag on your shirt it was still on and i was like ah i can tell <laughs> we're this guy's gonna be my friend you know from the very beginning i was like yep he has to say and you were just like there and like it's crazy to think that it's been four years you know since yeah. and like you know we essentially like are full grown adults now and like doing our own thing and yeah yeah i mean i've seen that you're streaming right uh yeah kind of so i work for like a a game company based out of brooklyn Mm -hmm. um it's called vox pop games basically what it is it's like uh it's an indie game storefront yeah. So, you know, there's storefronts like Steam and Epic, but Vox Pop primarily focuses on indie developers, uh, which I find, like, particularly interesting because, like, I went to school for game development, mm-hmm. and, um, you know, like, it's it's tough because when you graduate, it's kind of your choice is try to get into a AAA studio, which... Uh, which, first of all, is really hard to do, but second of all, it's like, once you get there, uh, the big conflict in my head was like, even if I do get the job, it's like, do I want it? Do I do I want to work 80 hours a week? Do I want to get, gr- like, grinded into the ground? Like, yeah. Not really. Wait, be- um, before you continue, because um, yeah. I know what AAA is, but... Oh, yeah. Because I'm, I'm well into, like, the gaming industry, because I'm a yeah. gaming fan, but to those of, of the people that don't know what AAA is, could you explain it? Yeah, so basically, uh, like, a AAA studio is basically, I guess I actually don't even know, like, the exact definition, <laughs> but, like, it's basically any of, like, the really big studios, so, like, uh, Rockstar, or, like, I, I want to say Nintendo, but I don't know exactly how Nintendo works, um... Riot, uh, Blizzard, uh, a lot of those companies that you also hear a lot of news stories, like, pretty often about some bad stuff that goes on within mm-hmm. them, um, they make really good games, um, there is, like, a price that is paid for that, though, mm-hmm. if you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so, I was applying a lot, uh, I was already interning at Vox Pop. Uh, the pieces kind of, like, fell into place for me to get the position, so I kind of, like, I kind of, like, wear a lot of hats at my job. I do a lot of, like, I I like it a lot because I'm not just tied to, like, one thing, Mm -hmm. um, since it's a pretty small, like, company at the moment, so, like, I get to do a lot of, like, quality assurance testing, but, uh, I also do social media, and I also get to stream for them, which is, like, my favorite part of my job. (laughs) (laughs) I just, like, get to go live on Twitch and, like, play games. Um, that are on the store. Oh, and so, yeah, we should probably backtrack a little bit. I was talking about AAA studios. Yeah. So I should probably talk about, like, what a indie game is. So, like, an indie game, uh, indie's, like, short for, like, in, actually, what is it short for? Individual, right? I don't know. <laughs> I know that typically an indie game is, like, isn't it Stardew Valley? Yep. Uh, like, you know, those, like, small games. Like, I guess, you yeah. know, because I'm not, like, obviously, like, into, like, game development and all that stuff. So I'll explain AAA from what I feel like it is. AAA, yeah. basically, for the audience out there that's not into the gaming world, AAA is, you know, the studios that uh, make, you know, God of War, the most recent one, or GTA, yep. or those games that 
typically are like the big uh, IP and like you know Uncharted, all that stuff. Like they're kind of like the Disney or Marvel of like the video game. Yes, scene. basically, yeah. Like you know the big studios the big like boys. Blizzard, Rockstar, um, Naughty Dog, all that stuff. And then yeah. the indies, I feel like, isn't it more like it's a smaller group, a smaller team of people, developers making a game? Yeah. So a lot of the times it can just be like one person, but a lot of the time mm-hmm. as well, it's a small group of people. So uh, I forgot the company name. I think it's Titan, I want to say, but they made um, Hades, if, if you've heard of that. I think um, I've heard of it. It's like... Uh, probably like the biggest indie game that came out within the last few years um, and that studio I think is like 10 to 20 people so it's like really small mm-hmm. um, a lot of the games on our store are pretty small teams if not created like by themselves mm-hmm. so uh, it's interesting to see what people come up with because a lot of people will come up with like like a lot with a little mm-hmm. you know like a lot of really elegant designs that you just don't really see in some of the bigger games uh, out there so i find that really interesting and i also just like streaming i just think yeah. it's fun yeah so i feel like i'm having a good time yeah because <clears throat> like when i reached out to you it was it was a, a video of you streaming and i was just yeah. laughing so hard i was like god like i wish <laughs> you know like because i've like before I started the podcast, I kind of wanted to do something like in the entertainment, yeah. something, you know, like either streaming or like the podcast or making videos and stuff like that. And I was like, I don't think I could be a streamer because that's something that requires like you need to be because you're not like, yeah, you have the chat and everything, but you need to also keep it interactive with the audience. Uh-huh. It's like, you know, in lifetime and everything like they're they're yeah. responding to what you're doing. Right. So, and I was like, I don't know what I would stream and stuff. And I was like, whatever. So I just like, you know, brushed away streaming from like my options. And then like, I saw you and you were streaming. And then like, I went down like this rabbit hole of just watching you stream. (laughs) And the one, I will say that the one that just, I was laughing so hard was the one with the creepy pastas. I don't know why, but yeah, I was just, I was like, huh. I didn't know about that one. And then it's just, for some reason, it. have you seen those TikToks where it's like, it's like a speed run of like a Minecraft map and yeah, they're like yes. telling a story or something like that. For Absolutely. some reason, it gave me that type of vibe, but I knew like you were the one playing and at the same time, like you were sharing something. Yeah. So it was like, it's kind of unique, you know, it's like a, a unique take on like streaming and stuff like that. Um Oh wait, yeah. indie games. Isn't technically Minecraft wasn't Minecraft an indie game? Because uh, Mojang like, was like a small studio. Yeah, I would say like originally you could say that. I, I wouldn't say that now. Oh uh, yeah, obviously. No. <laughs> but like when it first came out, yeah, probably. It's actually interesting because while I was in school, mm-hmm. uh, and like a little bit before that, well, not like before that, but the summer in between my freshman year and like my sophomore year, and then obviously COVID happened, but that first year over the summer, I worked at a, like a tech camp, Mm -hmm. uh, called ID tech. And I like taught kids how to like play Minecraft. Basically. Like I taught kids how to like use 
command blocks to like program <laughs> in the game. Yeah. And then I did it online during COVID. Like that was my job at school. That's how I made money to like feed myself. <laughs> and um it's really interesting because like I remember when like when I was teaching these kids who were like twelve oh whoa. Sorry. Um I just accidentally hit a key on my keyboard. I have a file <laughs> so I was like, what just happened? But um when I was, like, originally playing the game when I was, like, 12, like, so much of this stuff you couldn't do. Like, well, I remember I downloaded the game. It must have still been in beta. Like, I was like, yo, Bob, there's this cool game. Can you, like, lend me, like, 20 bucks? And she was like, sure, whatever. Do <laughs> whatever. Just keep this kid entertained. And, like, it was so bare bones. Like, it was, like, they barely had, like, different, like, survival was barely in the game. And now I'm, like, older, and these kids are like, yeah, can you teach me how to, like, make a calculator in this game? And I'm like, what <laughs> is going on? Like, so it's interesting to see, like, how far some of these things have come. It, I mean, Minecraft has been around for a long time, because yeah. I remember, like, it coming out when we were in high school, wasn't it? No, middle school, like, at the end of our yeah. middle school, right? It was, like... Yeah, like, I think it officially came out probably when we were in middle school. I think, I feel like I remember playing it, I don't know, It it's so weird because it was, like, in beta for, like, a really long time, and then yeah. the official game came out. Um, I think what really pushed it far was probably when it came out on, like, consoles, because, like, that was just so accessible to, like, so many kids, yeah. you know? Yeah, I mean, at, at one point it was like on the Wii U, so. <laughs> and, oh Jesus! Yeah, right. Wasn't it, <laughs> whoa, the Wii U was so long ago. Cause I remember the Switch came out when we were finishing high school, basically. Yeah. Jesus, yeah. it's <laughs> yeah. Minecraft has been on for a long time, and I, I feel like it kind of blew up out of nowhere. Cause. Mm -hmm. YouTubers started doing it. I remember, like, I never played it, but I used to watch uh, PewDiePie just play it. And yeah, just, like, the whole... Like, it, it was fun because, like, some of my friends would also watch it. It was, like, a daily thing. Like, you know, it was like, oh, yeah. like, the new video's out. So, you know, it, it's like... And it, it had, like, this whole story arc and everything. And, like, I feel like gaming YouTubers, like, deserve a lot of props because it's not easy and i can't imagine you know like streaming because you know you got to keep the audience engaged and all that stuff and so like how do you do like in your case like streaming because obviously like indie games they're either plat I, the ones that i've seen are typically platformers or yeah um it's really not that immersive into like you know whatever world they're building um sure. um that's a tough question. So, like, sometimes it's easier than others. Like, like Vox Pop, uh, you know, like, obviously it's my job to, like, try to yeah. make us, you know, pop off, try to make things go viral, mm -hmm. um, in a sense. But some streams are better than others. Like, some streams, like, uh, it's kind of, like, I don't want to say dead, but, like, sometimes there aren't too many people in there. But what I try to do is, like, even if I don't have that many viewers, I'll try to, like, at least just, like, have fun as if, like, I was hanging out with a friend, you know, playing yeah. the game. 
because it's like I could use everything that I'm streaming later. Like I could use everything for like social media posts later or like mm-hmm. stuff like that. So I try to just like keep it fun. Um, but a lot of the times, uh, my, you know, we do have chatters and like, I, I just like. I just like messing around with people. Like I'm, I'm kind of a troll. Like I think you know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. Uh, I'm, I'm I mean, who... I mean, yeah. Just like you do give off like that energy. Like you like to mess with people, but not in like I'm gonna harm this person and make them feel bad of like who they yeah. are. It's like you know, just playful and everything. Um, I, I try yeah. to do the same thing with the games too. Like I, like obviously I don't want to like. Um, like badmouth the games I'm playing because mm-hmm. uh, like the games on Vox Pop like they definitely like vary in quality like so they some of the games I've played I'm like so impressed I'm like I, I cannot believe this was like made like there is one game in particular I think it was called Outer Minds and I remember my boss was like yeah I play this game on stream tonight and like I saw it and I was like uh, like just kind of looks like another platformer and mm-hmm. like I played it and I was like, this game is so sick. This is so sick. I cannot believe what I'm playing right now. So like sometimes you get really cool stuff like that. And then sometimes it's like kind of like hard to ignore. Like sometimes the games are really short. Like there are streams where I beat the game in like 20 minutes. <laughs> it's like, oh, I don't know what do I do now. So, so <clears throat> yeah, I'm curious. So like the way that it works since like basically you, you stream for your work, right? Um, yeah. Do they tell you what game to stream or you're like, you know what, today I'm feeling like I want to stream this game or like, do you like stream it like for a week or like, is it just like one day and then if it does well, like you go on and keep streaming it or like go back to it later? Yeah, it varies like week by week, day by day kind of thing. So like, you know, I work like, you know, like eight hours, eight hours a day. So I don't. It's not like I'm just streaming for eight hours. I usually only stream for, like, an hour or two. Like, sometimes... Like, there would be times where, like, maybe there's, like, a really hot game that's dropping, you mm-hmm. know? Um, and I'll... My boss would be like, you know, stream this game, stream it at this time, or, like, whatever. Usually I have, like, a certain set time, but uh, it really varies, like, depending on what week it is. Like, sometimes they'll be like, you know, stream whatever you want, but then sometimes it's like, hey, like, this game's coming out, and we want to, like, drive as much attention to it as possible. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it definitely varies. Sometimes I get to play whatever I want, but I just like playing games. Like, I just, I really like games. Yeah. Uh, so, I don't mind trying new things. The hardest one for me are, are horror games. I, I love horror <laughs> movies. I love horror movies. And, like, horror movies don't scare me. Like, I, they do. Like, you know, I, I get scared, but, like, horror games, completely different. Like, when it's interactable, it scares me so much. Like, it, with the headphones, oh, it's yeah. terrifying. It is terrifying. Because, yeah, I mean, basically, once you put on the headphones, you're just like, it's just you and the game, basically. It's not like... Yeah, yeah. Because if you have speakers and everything, like, you know, it's like, oh, it's whatever. Like, yeah, it's like, but, like, you know, headphones just, like, really put you there. Um, yeah. But that's it's interesting. Scary. Like, just... So, okay, so basically, if, what was I gonna, oh, my question was this, so you go to work, like, and you clock in and everything, and you do, like, Uh the whole, that you said, um, 
quality assurance and all that stuff, right? Yeah. And then after that, like, do you stream at home or do you stream like at the office or? I, I actually work from home right now. Oh, okay. Then, oh, <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I basically just sit in my basement all day, <laughs> uh, which can get lonely. Um, honestly, sometimes it, it's kind of. Sometimes, like, I wish we had an office. I, I think we're, like, working towards that. I'm, like, not exactly sure what's going on there, but, like, it's definitely something. Like, part of me is, like, I do wish we had an office because I, like, want to see more people in person. Mm-hmm. But another part of me is, like, I do not want to get up at 5 in the morning to, like, commute to the city. So it's, like... Oh, okay. It, you know, it's kind of, yeah. like, a, <laughs> it's it's a tomato-tomato kind of thing. Or, like, yeah. There's definitely upsides and downsides to both. So I'm just yeah. kind of, like, trying to ride it out. It just whatever happens, happens. Yeah, you know, that's I interesting. I can't change that, so... Because what part of New York are you from? Uh, I'm on Long Island, so, like, uh, commute to the city for me, it depends on, like, how you get there, like, mm-hmm. by car, train, but, like, by train, it's probably just, like, in, like, 45 minutes to an hour okay. uh, trip, um, but then also, like, once you're there, like, you also have to, like, get to Brooklyn, right? So, like, mm-hmm. uh, it's not just, like... I, you know, spawn into the city and I'm like where I need to be. Uh, <laughs> this is like, like fast travel. It's just like, yeah, yeah. You know, you're like, okay, just boop, you show up. Yeah. Like, there's just like this time lapse of like, you just like in the train and then you're yeah. like, okay, I'm here. <laughs> yeah. That's like actually, um, an interesting point you bring up about like being in the train. I used to always think about when I was, whenever I was traveling back to school mm-hmm. and like on the plane and like my flight would inevitably get delayed for like in like three hours or like oh. a day it was just a chore but like i'd always be like this is a really long loading screen like yeah <laughs> no and like, speaking of traveling because i feel like obviously like apart from like my international friends you're probably the only other person that understands the struggle of traveling abroad yeah. or like you know somewhere distant um especially in the winter because you're like oh my god you're, there's just so many factors that could go wrong whether it yeah. be like the bus is delayed because of snow or like the the flight doesn't take off because of snow and then you're like stuck in the airport and stuff because like I, the whole thing I, of like you said of like this is a loading screen and everything like i feel <laughs> that because like they're just there were just times that i'd just be in the airport and i didn't really see it as like a as like a like a loading screen i saw it as like okay let's just you know this is like a filler episode let's see who we yeah, meet yeah. or something like oh perhaps i meet the love of my life here in the airport or something yeah. but then i'm like i just shot all of that down because i'm like nah i'm just gonna chill at my <laughs> gate you know yeah. whatever but did you do you remember that time i think it was uh what winter was it that everything was delayed everything was closed i, I know was exactly it junior what you're talking about i don't know i i don't remember specifically but i remember there was i remember my freshman year i got delayed for like a day once like it was already just like 24 hours it, because chicago was like it was just like a brick of ice like you just couldn't land a plane there's it just wasn't <laughs> happening and like uh i got like Luckily, like, 
like LaGuardia from my house is like an hour or so, like 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. It's like, I didn't go home. I, my dad has a coworker who lives really close to LaGuardia. So like mm-hmm. I actually, I went home, uh, like I went to his place for like, I got like, I think literally two hours of sleep, went back to LaGuardia at like five in the morning and get to O'Hare, like finally, whatever. But I, I remember one time and I don't know if it was this time specifically, but I remember that I thought that was, like, terrible. Like, I thought there was, like, no flight that could be worse than that. I was like, that was... I literally <laughs> just wasted a day in the airport. Like, 24 hours of my life were just down the drain. And I remember I talked to you, and I don't know if it was that time, but it was, like, we definitely met up in the airport. And I remember... <laughs> I was like... So, like, how's your traveling going? And you're like, well... You know, I like I slept on the floor of like the airport last night or something. Like I don't remember. Like you were literally you were literally traveling for days and I was like, yo, like okay, I'm not I'm not gonna complain anymore. Like I was like that makes my travel look like a okay, joke. That wasn't our freshman year for sure. That was yeah. I feel like that was sophomore year or junior year. Because freshman year I didn't really sleep on the floor that often because i remember freshman year i went through mexico i think it was and so i didn't really sleep on the floor there the times that i've had to sleep on the floor have been either in charlotte or oh dude i hate the wait is it charlotte i hate there's Charlotte no is the, Charlotte is it's Charlotte is this one it's like long and then it splits three ways. Like, yeah, it's like narrow. Yeah, it's right? I hate yeah. it. I hate that I, one I, so much. I did not much. like that airport. Yeah, I didn't like Charlotte because sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say that the Charlotte one is so bad because every like all the gates for the flights to Chicago, well, this is the airline typically that I I think it's American or I don't know which one it is no. that I typically go through. But it's always like the farthest away and it's the the, yeah. the one that's like the cluttered it's cluttered the most and then like with the snow and everything they keep moving it around and i'm like bro like i'm just gonna wait for the final decision as to like mm-hmm. where i'm gonna go but yeah i do remember that time like i don't remember what year it was i mean i've been traveling so much but yeah. um yeah like <laughs> we met up and we yeah because we took the bus together yeah. i remember that and that bus was <laughs> the charter the yeah, because charter. No, then it oh, definitely nice. it must have been sophomore year because yeah. junior year I didn't take junior year and senior year if I flew out of Peoria I would land in Peoria I wouldn't yeah. go out of O'Hare because it was just cheaper for thing. me. Yeah, it and was like way easier. It was cheaper. I was like, why was I doing this the entire time? Oh yeah, I was yeah. So <laughs> mad <at> myself. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, when when you go out of Peoria that's when I had to go through Charlotte when I right. went yes. when I went out of yes. O'Hare that's when I had to like I would sleep in yeah I think in O'Hare I slept I think it was Dallas or so I don't remember where it was but yeah I remember like running into you and it was just like stressful because I had to reschedule the, the charter and yeah. They were trying to be bitches about it and be like, no, you can't reschedule because, like, you bought your ticket already. And I'm like, bro, but, like, the snow couldn't, like... Yeah. Yeah. It was terrible. I I think I had, like, literally the same thing happen to me. That was... Oh, (laughs) Jesus. I was just thinking about that. I remember the first, like, hour or two would be fine, and then the last few would really drag. Yeah, and... uh, Yeah, I can't even... 
like think of like the drive from Peoria to Chicago is and the charter is terrible because yeah, of that so that one stop at ISU that just makes it even worse oh it takes forever yeah but uh the Charlotte airport <clears throat> sorry I just want to go back to that for a second I yeah. remember like <laughs> yeah let's talk about the Charlotte airport yeah it was, okay for like the next eight minutes we're gonna be talking about the Charlotte airport so if you're from Charlotte we don't care because yeah. your airport sucks and you're um, you're like the three the three letter code is very inappropriate and that I can't even say it here <laughs> Um, I remember when I first, I think when I was like first flying back was, I think I, I went back to Peoria, like, so like COVID hit like 2020, like in like what, March or so? Uh, yeah. March 2020. It was right around spring break. I was living with my family for a while and then I was like, I'm going to like go back to Peoria because like I started uh, like renting a, a place um, mm-hmm. with my friends, so I um, I went back and I remember I was at the Charlotte airport. I had not like obviously le- left New York in a few months, and like in New York, like they're they were taking like COVID pretty seriously. That's like one thing I like actually thought was like pretty nice. Like the mask mandate was pretty pretty good. Like people were following it even if they like didn't really like it i got to the charlotte airport completely different world which was like just an interesting thing about like america right you can be in one place and it's one way you go to charlotte i'm in the narrowest hallway ever all these dudes completely maskless i was like i'm getting covid it's over like uh, (laughs) like um so yeah i i remember that was like making me really nervous um but Wait, but why would you go to Charlotte if you're coming from New York? Because Charlotte is pretty f- far down the map. Yeah, well, you, I either went to Charlotte and then Peoria, or I went to O'Hare and then Peoria. It was like oh, whichever one was okay. like... Yeah. yeah. Um, but, but then eventually I was like, I'm just going to stop going to Charlotte. Well, it's like, it's, it's a, you know, it's once again... You know, a pick your poison kind of thing. Well, I guess it depends, because O'Hare is not bad in like the summer... In the winter, it's like you have a 50-50, like, are, is your flight actually going to take off or not? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then, like, Charlotte is like, am I going to get COVID or not? Like, you know what I mean? So you got to pick your poison. Yeah, because funny enough, I, got, I think I got COVID in the Charlotte airport when I was flying back from, when I was flying to Honduras my junior year in winter break. Yeah. That's when I got COVID. And I believe it was because of the Charlotte airport that I was, like, starting to get sick. And, uh, yeah. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, like, yeah, the Charlotte airport, like, the whole thing you were saying about, like, the mask mandate being different in different places. Yeah. Like, I mean, <clears throat> I would say that Honduras was a lot more strict. Stricter, yeah. I don't know how you say it, but, you know, like, basically, like, all of America. Because we really took that seriously, but... Here in the States, like, some people didn't really care. Other people were, like, very strict. So it was, like, it's just, like, the U.S. is just so big. But, no, and, like, the whole thing with (laughs) O'Hare, just, like, you know, you don't really know if your flight's going to take off. Like, for the marathon, like, I haven't bought my ticket yet because I'm, like, okay, I have to buy the ticket. I'll probably buy it today. But 
I'm, I have to go to New Orleans, so I'm like, okay, do I want to mm-hmm. fly out of O'Hare or do I want to fly out of Peoria, uh, like, you know, and see what I do. But I'm just worried that, like, at, like getting there is no issue. It's like flying back is going to be yeah. the issue. Like, I get stuck and, like, oh, I can't leave and I have work, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, I, like, I'm still going to take some days off after the race so that I can, like, you know chill and then fly and like travel without uh, any like added stress but i'm like if in like the day that i have have designated to travel like if i'm not able to leave that's gonna be a big issue so yeah Uh, actually that's like a perfect segue because i actually wanted to to flip this podcast on you because i know that you're doing a marathon (laughs) soon and I, I I don't know if you know this. I was a runner in high school, so I actually I, know. I actually do know this because okay, um, I think we talked w- about it. Yeah, we we I think we barely talked about it. It was because I I was wanting to when I was in school when we were in school, I wanted to start running with people, and then yeah. you reached out and I was like, hey, we should go out on a run, but I'm just terrible at like yeah. planning and everything. No, it's like okay, me too, me too. And I was like, I feel bad. Like I do want to run with people, but at the same time, like most of my runs, I would just like, okay, I have an hour here. Yeah, I'll just do a absolutely. quick five k and then like shower and then do whatever I have to do. Yes. So, but I yeah, well, get that. But I wanted to ask you, like, how are you feeling? Like, you know, you're t- you said you're two months out. Like, how are the legs feeling? How's the training? Like, where's your head at? Uh, okay, I'll be honest with you. <clears throat> Today I did the my longest run ever. It was a thirty k, uh, yes. so like eighteen point sixty four miles. Um, and I did. I feel like I did it a pretty good pace, considering it was cold. Um, mm. And I think I did it in like three hours and ten minutes, which is, you know, a decent endurance long distance run. Because yeah. um, I mean, I'm not like the fastest runner like i've never been a sprinter or yeah, anything like absolutely. that so i'm like not expecting to be running eight minute miles for a whole marathon like yeah i know better i'm and i'm still pretty early in my running career i'd say um it's been uh i started in the pandemic in 2020 so it's been what two years two and a half years mm-hmm. um and like actually training for races it's been a year uh so, I mean, I feel I feel like the way that I'm taking training and like my diet and my lifestyle and everything has really helped. I feel good. I will say I am kind of scared of the whole thing of like cuz lately I've been like all of my content has been running like yeah. on Instagram and everything and it's just like this video videos of marathons and like at the end the people just like collapsing and like you know, like not being and like needing people to help them. And I'm saying like, there's nothing wrong with having someone to help you. Like that's the good thing of the running community, you know, like, right. Like it's a, it's a team sport, but like you do it individually. So, you know, that's kind of cool, but I don't want that to happen to me. Cause I'm like, I don't know. Like, it's just like, it would be weird. Cause I'm like, you know, like, I feel like I would, I would take it like very, bad because i'm like i trained for over 10 weeks well over 20 weeks sorry um yeah and then it's like i fi- i like finished like it was i was short you know from like reaching my goal right mm-hmm. um but 
I mean, you, overall, I feel like my legs are feeling good. Obviously, like right now, my legs do hurt because uh, right. I just ran, just ran 18 miles. Yeah, 18 miles. <laughs> um, but, you know, like I'm getting a hang of the um, like spreading out the fueling and stuff like water, gels, um, food, you know, because like I feel like I burned 2,500 calories, a little bit more over 2,500 mm-hmm. just yeah. running. And so, like at one, I like I th- I feel like it was like around twenty k. I could feel my stomach just like grumbling, and I'm like, yeah. Jesus, I am hungry. Like I like after I record, I'm gonna I don't care. I'm gonna drive to Bloomington and buy Chipotle, Qdoba, whatever, and I'm just gonna eat, yeah. and I'm just gonna like because I'm hungry, and uh, and you know like I I I added some strength training. Uh, cause I feel like I wasn't doing anything and, uh, you know, like for mobility and like core and leg strength. Yeah. Um, so I feel like that has helped a lot, especially like today I could actually feel it cause obviously like my knees are going to hurt at one point. Cause like, you know, just like the motion and everything, but like, Absolutely. I feel like I was able to adapt my form to like, okay. Cause like I suffered of plantar fasciitis like two weeks ago, I think. And I don't know if you've had it before as a runner, but... Uh, I don't think I have. I only had mono. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> um, but essentially, like, it's uncomfortable, like, when you're running. Um, yeah. So, like, I kind of, like, okay, no, I don't want it. So, I'm just, like, gonna... I. It, that was, like, my, my signal of, like, my body telling me, like, hey, your, your form is breaking. Fix it. Mm-hmm. And, like, I, like fixed it and stuff and then like i was thinking i was like okay in order for me to go faster like i can still keep the effort as like it's a long endurance run so Mm -hmm. all i'm gonna do is like i don't need the long strides i just need to do more steps in like less time um without like extending my stride too much because then that's more leg work and stuff so i think like my average pace was like 10 10 per mile which is like Mm -hmm. really good considering like it took me almost four miles to warm up uh right because of the cold and like the good thing is like the marathon is in louisiana so it's gonna be warmer than here so i think i'm just gonna do like a run beforehand like to get my body used to the weather and then so that it like my body doesn't go into shock basically because of like the insane weather change but I do feel like I would have liked to have people to train with, but at the same time, I'm like, no, because then it's like, I'm the same people are a distraction, but I want to just prove myself. I want to prove to myself that I can do this and I want to kind of like motivate people to do it or like just, you know, perhaps not like necessarily run but show them like hey whatever you set your mindset to you can do it like obviously like you have to make sacrifices like it's not easy like um like i'll say like i'm not drinking sodas or anything like that and like maybe like every now and then like once in a blue moon i'm like hmm you know like i'm gonna treat myself to like a soda here and there or like even desserts and stuff like that and like what I'm eating and everything, like I'm being more conscious of that. And obviously, like now that I'm not in school, that's easier to do because I get to pick what I want to eat. 
in school it was like i lived in the dorms for four years so it was like the dining halls or chick-fil-a or moe's or the yeah. sandwiches so it's like it's really not like that efficient um but yeah i mean and like i kind of like i feel like the thing that motivates me because it's easy to lose motivation with something that's like so far down the line um just celebrating with people afterwards that's one of the reasons why i'm doing it in louisiana because i have family there um so you know like i can see myself like i'm probably gonna cry afterwards not only of the pain but i'm like i did this you know like i i did it and yeah it's like i feel like it's gonna be like the the first step to wanting to do more with running um mm -hmm. like my long-term goal with running is like eventually run the all of like the majors yeah the six marathons um at one point i do want to run an ultra marathon uh and i don't know like this is like a far-fetched dream but like you know like what if like making it to the olympics or something right that would be insane yeah. like just imagine like just crazy dreams like you know it's good to have like those crazy dreams that seem un unattainable but you know like at one point like i do want to be able to say like hey i ran all the majors and like i did it so yeah yeah have you ha have you run a marathon before i thought you no i've only ran halves so oh, i ran okay. two halves already gotcha yeah yeah i <clears throat> I was, like, a distance runner in high school, but, like, mm -hmm. in high school, it's, like, not really, it's, like, not that bad. Like, the farthest you do is, like, a 5K, you yeah. know? And like, obviously, we were training, like, higher than that, but, like, I remember we would do our long runs, and our long runs in high school were, like, about 12 miles. Um, That's almost I'd, a half. Yeah, we would yeah. almost do a half, but, like, I, I remember, like, I'd be done with that, and I was like, I have no desire to ever run a marathon. <laughs> I was like, why would, no, like, I, I don't know, I would just, I don't want to say I would get, like, I mean, honestly, for me, like, like, I, I, I really, I don't want to say envy, because uh, it's not necessarily, like, jealousy, but I have, like, a lot of respect for you know, the fact that, like, you want to, like, push yourself so much, because, like, for me, when I ran, like, it was, like, like it was kind of the opposite, like, I, I fell out of love with it after a while, mm -hmm. like, I, you know, like, my first two years, I really loved it, and then after a while, I just, I mean, I, it was taking a lot of time away for me, and, like, I, I don't know, I, after a while, I was, like, I just felt like I was, like, putting in time, and I was, like, ugh, I don't want to, you know, but, like, now that I am very, like, far, like, detached from it, um, mm -hmm. I, I like it a lot more because, like, I don't run, like, nearly as much as I used to, but, like, when I go on runs now, it's, like, it's nice, you know? Yeah, it's, like, yeah. really nice to, like, get the blood flowing, you know? Like, it feels really good. I, no, yeah, and, and that's the thing, like, first of, like, thank you, you know? Yeah, of like, course. I always, like, well, I've never, I don't really get that much of, like, the words you said so you know it's kind of nice um but no like i will say like in it, like i kind of wish i would have started running earlier in my life but if i'm being honest like in high school i was like 280 pounds you know like i've never been lean or like the fastest and 
uh, I think right now it's like I'm probably like the slimmest and healthiest I've ever been. I think That's I'm. Awesome, like, man. I think I'm like under 200 for like the first time and like i feel healthy and like i feel like i'm like 198 or something like that um and i'm not starving myself or anything like that um yeah. but i like i kind of want people to and this is one of the things that i want to do with running and like with my story and like everything is like get people to see like the benefits that running brings into life into your life when you like embrace it like you don't have to necessarily go out and run 60 miles or something like that right Mm -hmm. or like you know that's an ultra marathon but whatever you know like you don't have to go out and run six miles every day or something like that like you don't necessarily have to run marathons it's just like the idea of running is such a i feel like it's like the complete sport because you essentially use your whole body and your brain as well yeah because it's a it's a mental gap that you have to be able to jump over like at one point if you're doing a long run like you know you have to be able to train yourself and be like all right like there's this lump and then you like have to pick yourself back up and everything um and i feel like like uh, also something that i've noticed and just talking to people because you're like the first person that i actually talked that was like a runner in high school or previously a runner but you're not the first one that i know of that just falls out of love with running um and i feel like it has to do with the like the association of running as a punish a punishment when it came to sports like i used to play basketball in high school and a punishment was like running like laps Uh okay you guys screwed up relapse or something like that um so there's like a lot of people have this negative connotation with running when in reality it's like the perfect sport where you can just like it's accessible to everyone as long as the weather permits like it's accessible um and you know like you get to explore new places and you learn about yourself like i've learned a lot about myself through running um Mm -hmm. like uh kind of like what lifestyle suits me best and you know challenging myself and stuff because that's one of my fears is just like being too comfortable with where I am in life I I feel like I always like to push myself and like you know the podcast or like any social media stuff that I want to do or like running or even work and stuff like put my I like to be uncomfortable I like to be comfortable being uncomfortable yeah because I feel like and this those sound very like down and like maybe even depressing, but I feel like the demise of mankind and humankind is being too comfortable with mm-hmm. where you are. Like you have to push yourself so that you can grow into a better version of yourself. Yeah, I completely agree with that. Like, and that's something that I feel like I've been trying to get better at it's like get better mm-hmm. at just like being being uncomfortable but like i guess for me um when it came to running like one thing i like this is gonna sound really edgy um, <laughs> and like I, I don't mean this i don't mean this literally um at all uh so please like no like do not worry about me but i uh, like uh i compare running i used to compare running a lot to like 
to like self harm. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> but, but 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 like, hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Uh, so like, for me, um, my uh, my my brain doesn't really work uh, very well. Same. Uh, I'm, my, I'm, we're on the same page with that. <laughs> yeah. Like I I've been like in and out of therapy. Sounds like eleven. Like and it's fine. Like it's not like anything crazy. Like I'm not like. Uh, it's hard to explain but basically mm-hmm. like running for me was like a huge outlet like i mm-hmm. it was really good for me uh like it really helped my brain like relax um and i i really think it's because like it's hard and it's painful and like the endorphins you, or whatever like oh, i don't yeah. know you yeah. know what i mean like and that's why i compare it to like that because it's, it's pain but it like it feels good in like this weird messed up way and that's why i it, i always gravitated towards it cuz i was just like for me, I was just like, how much punishment can my body take? Like, you know what I mean? And like, mm-hmm. I, I thought it was like a fun, like, I don't know. Like, I thought it was like a fun, almost like experiment. <laughs> but I, I guess for me, like, uh, and I get what you're saying where it's like, you know, it's other people's punishment. Uh, for me, initially running helps me get away from my problems. But then like, as I started getting like better and kind of was in my junior and like senior year of high school, like, like initially it was like you know you only go up mm-hmm. and then for me it started getting hard because like at first it was to help with my anxiety and then it was like then it was my anxiety then i was like just so nervous okay. about all yeah. of my train i was nervous about like every race like i was so nervous like all the time about like performing so then like like that kind of like ruined it for me but like i think you have a really good mindset where like i don't know you're just kind of like you're just kind of like vibing, bro. Like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, I feel you like just, you have a really good mindset. Like, it's not toxic. I've met a lot of runners, dude, and a lot of them are like, "All right, relax." Like, but you, you, I've always been like, "Yeah, this guy's onto something. This guy just really enjoys it," and I, I really mess with that. I'm like, thank you, thank you. No, I, I mean, okay, because I have a few pointers with what you said. The self harm thing, I get it, because, but it, like, it's not like in the punishing yourself is just like this it gives you the this pleasure of like uh like i did this great feat and now i can like you feel accomplished with your day you know right and so i feel like yeah i get that like right now like you know i feel like head over heels right now because i'm like i just did a 30k for the first time and i feel like i did great so yeah um and i feel like I don't have like, and okay, as as like, cliche as this sounds, I don't have the typical mindset of a runner. I yeah, feel like yeah, yeah. it was because like I I never did it in high school, and like I feel like when you did it do it in high school or even in college, you don't get to set your own goals. It's like you're mm-hmm. in the team, so like it's the school's goals, you know. Like yeah. your coach sets your goals. Like for me, I'm like it, this is my goal, and like I like you know like i learned to be flexible and adapt to it and i'm like hey today i can't run so i'm not gonna run and i'm not gonna you know essentially like break down my body because then i'm gonna get into this bad relationship with running yeah um but genius hmm? i said you're a genius (laughs) no uh, thank you no i will say like it it's mostly like i think that idea of like knowing that like it's it's about being 
a smart runner like listening to your body i feel like it's the the first step to anything you want to do in life because it's like the same thing with like your mental health like if you if you know that this thing is bringing you stress or anxiety or like you know it's essentially decaying your brain like maybe it's not the best you know like maybe you should step away um so i feel like i've I've always like set limits to myself and like okay you know like how do i feel like how is how does my body feel because there's some days that i I don't run and i know like i've been stressed the whole day Mm -hmm. but i'm like and running would help me with that but i'm like my body won't let me so like i'm like okay let's find another thing that can like perhaps I can decompress with and then like I can run once I feel good or like I feel physically better um but yeah I mean because the the things and people have asked me like what I do when I'm training um because I'm not a pro like let's get that clear (laughs) um like I mean I use the like the Nike running app there it has like a training plan for half marathons like 5ks 10ks uh, a marathon they just added the marathon one so I'm like you know what I'm gonna do it like it'll be like a good stepping stone like getting my feet wet with like how a training plan for a marathon would work and then like for example once I do my second one and I'm training for that I'll I'll still I feel like I'll use like the skeleton basically of that one from like the Nike app but still make it more I'm like okay I'm gonna the 30 minute runs i'll make them 60 minutes and so on mm. like add more so that i can push myself and like because at one point in my life i want to be able to do a sub three hour marathon that's my goal apart from like mm-hmm. the majors like time wise i want to be able to do a sub three hour and it's doable like you know like obviously like I'm, i have to be, get in better shape and like you know lose more of the fat that i have and all that stuff but like it's a it, i'm not saying like i'm just do it in like my second marathon but like you know it's a it's a good yeah. long-term goal to have um because like right now i'm just i'm still in this like it's no longer a honeymoon phase with the sport of running it's like i feel like i'm in a good healthy relationship with it because <laughs> the honeymoon phase ended after the first half marathon because i i forced myself to take a like a two-week break because just like recover and i went into this like depressive state where i was like i don't know why i did this half marathon it was so stupid like i hate running i'm never running again like if every race if after every race is gonna feel like this i don't want to do it anymore like screw this i don't want to do it anymore and then i managed to get out of that slump and i started running again and i'm like huh, okay, guess the honeymoon phase is over. Because, like, you yeah. know, like, that whole thing of getting the medal afterwards and celebrating with people is great. But once you realize, I, I realize I'm like, no, like, I also need to listen to my body because, like, if I just keep pushing myself, I'm just going to essentially break down and then I won't be able to do it ever again. So, yeah. but, I mean, I, I'm glad that you're going back into running, like, with the with, like, the mindset of, like, you know, the benefits and stuff. Wait, so you ha- you haven't been running lately, then, right? Since you're in New I, York, and it's I know, like <laughs> I, I have been. Um, it's like it's it's cold. It's not too bad. Like it's been uh, 30s, which is like runnable for yeah. me. Uh, we used to like, yeah, we used to. I don't know. We used to do some dumb stuff. We would run when it was like really cold. Uh, like I don't know. I'm a big fan of like tights. Like I don't know. 
they, they're so comfy and like yeah. I mean it just like makes it manageable uh, but I've also been doing like rock climbing okay I, I don't know if you've ever messed around with that like I don't do it super often like maybe like I I've honestly haven't done it in a while but back when I was doing it it was just like once a week kind of thing mm-hmm. um, uh, but I've really been enjoying that uh, because it's like it's kind of like puzzle solving too so like mm-hmm. the the gamer in me is like <laughs> you know it's like a lot to figure out um so i've been doing a lot of that too i've just been trying to like have fun like you know moving my body uh around because i don't know i mean i didn't work out very much in college um which i, I don't necessarily like regret i guess but uh, I was starting working out like more near the end of of school, but like recently, I've I've been like, wow, I really miss it. So I, I actually don't mind running in the cold that much because I don't know. Like once again, it's like it's a challenge. Like I'm I'm yeah. so stubborn, but I'm just like, <laughs> oh, it's cold out. Yeah, that's not gonna stop me. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, take th- take this cold weather. Like, funny I'm you say that. Anyway. That that's literally me. Like, I think the coldest run I've done was probably yesterday. No, I think it was this past Thursday. It was like. I'm I'm speaking Celsius, not Fahrenheit. It was like negative three, but felt like negative seventeen. Yeah, and <laughs> there wasn't any snow because typically when there's snow, like there might be sunlight outside, so you can still like be warmer and stuff. It's just mm-hmm. cold and windy and dark. So yeah. I just I was like, well, w- the weather isn't gonna stop my training, and then I regretted right. it as soon as I step outside I'm like well I'm already outside so I might as well do it but I feel like the whole thing of like you said about rock climbing and like the gamer in you and all that stuff I feel the same way with running because the way that I see running is like when I'm running in the cold right I feel like I'm I just picture myself I'm like in my training montage from like about to fight about to fight (laughs) someone I don't know like Rocky 4 it's literally just the thing that comes over in my head like when there's snow outside I'm like Rocky 4 let's go (laughs) and I feel like um with the whole gaming thing the way that I see running is like you know like just leveling up and like buying yeah. gear and like yes. looking cool and stuff because like i will okay i know r- people say like oh running is should be like a cheap sport and stuff i'm like no running is expensive like yeah, it's expensive. gear and stuff like i'll say alone with like the marathon training so far in what i've spent with shoes and running gels and belts and hats and stuff like that i will say i've easily spent almost over five hundred dollars i'll say yeah um and that's just because like it's a stuff that i know i'll wear pretty much every day and b is like stuff that helps me perform better because if if you look better you're gonna perform better like let's be honest that's how it all how it works um and you know who knows maybe you'll find some some shoddies outside and you're like (laughs) sup (laughs) don't worry it's like it's it's just a it's just a 30k no biggie yeah. and then like afterwards you're like oh god I just <laughs> i just want to go home <laughs> um, sure. but like i it's funny because like i try to have fun you know when i'm running like i mm-hmm. like the the songs that i try listening to are always like david bowie or queen or something that you can dance to because mm-hmm. it helps me like not 
worry about the pain and yeah. like most of the songs have like are heavy on like drums and stuff so i'm mm-hmm. like you know like i'm playing the drums while i'm running and i'm like i think i'm like people must be think must be thinking i'm weird because i'm just like moving my hands or like like if i'm playing the guitar or something like that while i'm running and i'm just like whatever i'm enjoying it if they have an issue with it they can cry about it but yeah like you know like just kind of like show people like you can have fun while you're running it's not all pain and like yeah. oh i want it to be over or something yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. you know like people i don't know why people think like if you want to run you have to jump into running 10 miles right away like you have to right. start it's like hockey stick progression you know you start mm-hmm. slow and then you can pick it up because mm-hmm. i mean i will say like my first run <laughs> i will say my first run that. my first run was a 10k when the the pandemic first started because i had just watched mm-hmm. uh one punch man and i was like you know what i want to get ripped <laughs> so i'm just gonna do a whole training plan that he did and i was like let's do a 10k and like i did it without stopping and i'm like impressive you know i did it like i did it in like yeah. an hour or something and then my goal for the end of that year was to do a 10k in under an hour so I'm like, okay, I can't just be running 10Ks every day. So I'm like, okay, let's start at a 3K. And then like I ran 3Ks every day for like two months. And then like progressively I kept increasing. And then by the end of that year, I did a 10K in under an hour. So I was like, okay, nice. this felt good. And then I'm, I would just keep doing like 5Ks like five times a week. And mm-hmm. I feel like that was like the fastest like I would do long distance running. Because obviously like you have to change your approach to the running that you're going to do like i can't be running you know like 10 miles with a 5k pace like no you're gonna be you're gonna be burned out unless you're like a professional runner and like you're an olympian but (laughs) i'm not so but yeah the hockey stick you've never heard of the hockey stick no i'm not is that like an engineer thing or like no i where did i hear it i heard it in a podcast because i was like uh he's canadian oh you know cody ko mm-hmm. okay yeah he mentioned it and he was like you know you gotta go like hockey stick progression and i'm like interesting because he like i he's, like that he's the, a big runner too right yeah I, i'm well he recently got into running and like doing stuff like that um so I, I, that's also like something that keeps pushing me is like seeing that the creators that i'm watching are also into running so i'm gonna yeah. feel like you know it and I do have some, like, you could do better because I'm, like, he's, like, going out and doing, like, eight-mile pace and stuff for, like, two hours. And, like, and then he's, like, oh, like, my legs hurt a lot and everything. And I'm, like, because, and I'm, like, the the runner in me is, like, because it's a recovery run and you're doing it too fast. Like, you're not yeah, supposed yeah, to be yeah, running yeah. recovery runs that fast. They're supposed to be recovery for a reason. Um, but... I'm like, and at the same at the same time, I'm like, I'm not as small as him, and like as lean as him. So obviously, like, I maybe like that's his recovery pace. I don't know. We all have different recovery paces. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, the hockey stick progression. That's how I see running, honestly. Because I, I will say, like, for a while, it was just like this, and then it starts going, and then like, you just at one yeah. point you're just going up, and it's like there's no stopping. So. I feel Absolutely. like that's how life is at one point. But, yeah. Um, <clears throat> I don't know if you have any final remarks. Because we just hit the hour mark. Oh, we did? Wow, that flew by. Yeah. Um, 
No, I mean, I don't, I don't think I have anything. Um, Do you want to plug say, in your business? Oh my god, I did. I have so many plugs. Um, <laughs> so I mean, yeah. Shout out to Vox Pop Games. They're helping me, you know, obviously pay off my student loans. So that's huge. <laughs> uh, that uh, Vox Pop Games on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, basically wherever you could think. My socials are mostly just like at Icarus Panda. Um, I make like my own stuff on the side. A lot of board game design kind mm-hmm. of stuff. That's like what I'm really into. Um, but yeah, dude, thank you so much for having me. This was so much fun. No, yeah, of course. Um, it was glad I was, um, Jesus, I'm glad that we were <laughs> able to to catch up, uh, cause yeah. it's been a while and dude, it's been I feel like long. our relationship in college is like, we knew about each other, but we like, we, we, like we were friends, we're friends, yeah. but we never were like, let's hang out like all the time. Cause yeah. obviously like, you know, you were with lambda kai and then i was like i'm yeah. not in lambda kai so it's like yeah, but mean, when I, it, like, I, like it was never like a while. <laughs> what i like i dropped i dropped it after a while um but yeah like we were definitely at two different places yeah me. but I, I feel like it was never like this like oh i hate that person like we'd see yeah, each other yeah, and like yeah, we'd yeah. catch up and everything and then like okay i'll see you when i see you and then like we just went our ways but yeah um yeah i mean you know, like, if you're ever in Illinois... Dude, I would love to. Definitely the (laughs) saddest part about our relationship is you didn't come to my my two parties I threw, and I wish you were there, because they were fun. The first one, one, I was in security, because they were both while I was in rest life, and I'm like, bro, I have to pay bills. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah, I know, I know. (laughs) I, I, like, I... I totally understood because I had like a few friends who were like kind of mm-hmm. like in that situation. Yeah. So, and I know that that could like also be risky just like in yeah. itself. But. So I totally understood. <laughs> I was just like, damn, I wish she was here. I, I remember like the next day I was like, oh, dude, yeah. it's so cool. But I mean, I feel like, <clears throat> I don't know, like I've never all either been for parties as well. Like that was never my, um, that was never like my, yeah environment uh yeah i mean these things were like smaller that's why yeah it was literally (laughs) just my friends it was literally just the people i liked i was like (laughs) oh okay oh i'm i'm honored to to be included in that list yeah (laughs) so um and then yeah i mean i i do want to go to new york okay when i do the the new york marathon i'll definitely hit you up yes yes hit me up because i mean i do want to make a trip to new york real soon not right now because it's too cold but at one point yeah, i do want to go because yeah, definitely hit me up deep down i do feel like i'm a new yorker at heart i'm a knicks <laughs> fan so nice <laughs> i'm in pain all the time but hey you know it's, it is how it, it is what at least we're not the brooklyn nets with all of the debacle that's going on over there yeah. but uh thank you for you know joining me uh of course Thank it you for was. Me. I'll, I'll probably have you again because it was dude, pretty fun to talk I about gaming to. and running. <laughs> I would love to. I'm down for whatever, dude. And you know, like, sign up for half marathon, bro. Do it, dude. And maybe I will. Maybe I will. Do it. Maybe it's time to start getting back into it. Yeah, get into it. Get back into it. And you can use my promo code if you want to buy a hat at alterego running dot com. Wait, really? Yeah. 
Sure, you get 20% discount sure. if you use JCRA checkout. This is my shameless oh my plug God, for dude. the listeners as well. <laughs> dude, I, I, dude, but I'm sitting here like, okay, okay, maybe yeah. I will. Yeah, um, but anyway, thank you for, you know, stopping by. I know I was late. I'm sorry. Um, no, it's, I know you're fine. I <laughs> literally have nothing to do today. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it was it was a blast. I had a, I had a good time. Um, yeah. So I'll catch you real soon. And the audience thank you so much for everything 49 episodes in about to hit the 50 mark end of season one <sighs> yeah it'll be congratulations thank you <sighs> you know kind of like kind of like want to rebrand the podcast but yeah uh anyway thank you guys for listening and much love and all the support i really appreciate it and with that in mind i'll see you guys next week Peace.